and welcome to another episode of All That Film. All right, a little bit of a quick one here uh, for All That Film this week uh, because you're doing Sundance this weekend, the Sundance Film Festival, because uh, it's virtual, because uh, the four of us that are gathered here today, there's no chance that we would have a week and a half to go to Utah, of all places. Um, so here we are, uh, after being glued to our TVs, laptops, and possibly uh, don't tell Christopher Nolan phones while watching movies. Uh, so we're just going to be detailing a little bit of how this experience went. Uh, I am, of course, joined with Margot, Todd, and Lindsay to go over some of this stuff. Hello. Hello. Um, and I'll, I'll start with Todd. How was your Sundance experience? What, what did you think of Sundance as a whole? I had a great experience so far. There's a little bit more, but I... Uh... I loved it. I've always kind of wanted to go to Sundance. And if there's any silver lining, I got a chance to go to Sundance this time. Uh, so it uh, was a great experience. I like that some of these films, I know this sounds weird, but I actually don't even mind that some of the films weren't that good because pretty much all the films or almost all the films had some kind of like adventurous attitude to them, or at least had like really passionate filmmakers behind them. Um, I enjoyed it. I really like it. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Uh, and Margo, what was, what was your experience? Yeah, it's been really fun. Like same as Todd, like some of them weren't that good, but it was still really fun to watch them just to like get something out of it. And like, have that festival experience because i saw a few films at festivals like last year but it was only like individual stuff that had already premiered at big stuff like minari and nomadland so so i i have a question real quick uh, on that specifically because you do have insight on this margo um -hmm. which is important was there way more because this is this is how i felt because i only had the minari screening um and i think maybe one other thing i can't remember at the time but was this like the most pageantry involved in the virtual screenings you've done or like virtual film fest? It's definitely way nicer because like in my experience, none of the other festivals have had uh, captions and it's very nice that Sundance has captions and also like the intro videos, like talking to the directors and the Q and A's, which is really nice. And also like, these are all movies that no one has ever seen before. Whereas like, last year when i saw like minari and Wolfwalkers, i knew that they were going to be good because everyone said that they were going to be good but these no one had seen them sure. i don't know if they're going to be good so it was like <laughs> fun to see them for the first time i felt special <laughs> yeah yeah i actually completely agree with that because we were well one of the things i mentioned like during the week um it's super cool i i try to you know pride myself and in, in even though it's the most annoying thing I realize when I go to a theater, but if there's a trailer or anything, uh, I cuff my ears, I close my, like I do everything I can to avoid like everything. And even then like you're always going to hear something like, I don't even try to like seek out Rotten Tomatoes or Metacritic, but it's going to show up in my face and be like, Hey, Spider-Verse is going to be amazing. And then I'm like, okay, I guess it's my expectation now. And then of course, you know, Spider-Verse is 
incredible. So no worries there. But um, it was cool, you know, specifically with like the premiere stuff. Um, because even even on some of the uh, secondary releases, um, I I'm not gonna lie, I caught myself a couple times being like, oh well, this has this rating and this has this rating, so I should watch the higher of the two. Um, which with the actual premiere screenings, like the the screening we had together of specifically, and we'll talk about it more, Strawberry Mansion, where we're all like. Hey, this is what we think about this. Like, this is this is really interesting and cool. And then we get out, and like, there's so many different opinions. Um, and I don't think, like, I think usually because Sundance is in like a live experience, and obviously I've never been, so um, I, you know, maybe I'm I'm you know off my rocker with this take. But I think normally you can gauge the crowd and be like, oh, okay. These jokes are landing. These jokes are working. The thrills are working because it's dead silent and you can hear a pin drop. Whereas this, like, it's really like, hey, you experience this and you're going to decide. And that's your individual opinion you have on this. That's why so many of these are like a 3.1 with crazy curves on Letterboxd this weekend. Um, yeah, I, I loved it. Um, it's super awesome. But Lindsay, what is, what is your thoughts on the fest? Yeah, I had a lot of fun. Um, I've always wanted to go to Sundance, and I was really sad this year that I had to miss out on the Chicago Film Festival because I go to that every year. And festivals are just so fun for just the reason that you described. You know, it's like you're seeing a movie for the first time, and the Chicago Film Festival often has like somebody come out and present it, and then you can see the director afterwards, and it's just it feels cool, you know. So I've always wanted to do that for Sundance, and this felt like the closest I could to do that and then you know made me really miss movie theaters just like experiencing a movie for the first time with a bunch of people because yeah. that just makes movies so much more interesting when you can like see how other people feel about them and talk to them and dissect them and stuff like that so I had a lot of fun I saw I'm like exhausted because <laughs> we've just been watching so many movies but it was really worth it I really enjoyed a lot of them I feel like this way, like, people are seeing so many more than they would have if Sundance was in person. Because, like, you have to yeah. wait in, like, lines and shit. And, like, Definitely. actually line up to see them instead of just, like, going into a virtual waiting room. So, like, this way you well, can do movies, like, back-to-back. Whereas you probably yeah. couldn't do that if it was in person. Yeah, true. Well, have, have you heard about the... This is, this is a little eye-rolly that, that I heard about. Uh, for this is why I didn't go to Sundance the previous year. I was gonna go in 2019, and then COVID happened, and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm an idiot. Why did I not go?" Um, but apparently, like, there's a whole like bus system where you have to like decide where you're going because the buses or Ubers or whatever they'll drop you off to a specific theater in that town, and then if say like a screening's 30 minutes later, but it's across town. You have to book it as fast as you can, and you have to figure out like all the scheduling. I was still in college, like my uh, last semester of college, and I was like, "Man, I don't want to figure all this stuff out while I'm dealing with school mm-hmm. stuff." And <laughs> it's, so, yeah, it sounds that's stressful. Because the Chicago Film the, Festival is only ever like in it's in one theater, so it's just like a lot smaller than Sundance. So, yeah, I never thought about that before. That would suck. 
<laughs> yeah, this way is easier. They should just do this every year. I feel like they should offer virtual, yeah. like, I mean, you couldn't show it in person and virtual, I think. Yeah, it just makes it so much more accessible. Like, I know, like, Sundance is one of the bigger festivals, but I feel like it's way more inclusive to just, like, non, like, film critics or, like, film professionals. Like, if I wanted to go to Cannes, I probably couldn't go to Cannes because I'm not rich or live in yeah. France. Like, right. a film critic who's got a press pass. <laughs> but for Sundance and, like, TIFF, like, I could probably go if I wanted to. So, like, if they, like, just had it virtual all the time, I feel like that would fit in more with the vibe that they're giving off. I, I am curious to hear about the numbers, like, the the financial numbers behind them going virtual. Because I, I would imagine, I mean, there were a lot of sold-out showings. So I would yeah, imagine... and they kept opening up tickets, and then they would sell out, like, immediately after. Like multiple times. Yeah, like Prisoners of Ghostland was their cash cow. Um, so, oh, yeah. just I, I wonder if that's the new new move. You know, uh, have because you don't necessarily have to have all of them on the virtual thing. But I a hundred percent agree with you, Margo. It, it allows so much more, and maybe that's part of why the reason you know a lot of these movies at Sundance. There's a general decision of like what the better movies are and like where the divide lies uh, because mm. it's mostly critics seeing like a lot of them like someone like uh, I was looking back just to uh, see that see what he had done in the past but someone like David Ehrlich um, I think he does like 25 to 30 uh, the past like five Sundances he's gone to and I, I've, ta <laughs> <laughs> I've talked to some people that ha that went to Sundance without a press pass, and they're like, "Yeah, dude, it's hard to get to like eight movies. Like, really? That's um, crazy. You know, obviously you can get the pass, and then you're set. Um, but yeah, no, I I 100% agree. If something like, I'd be cool with Mayday, a movie like Mayday, um, being on you know virtual um, every year, even as much as I I want to see a couple of these in the theater eventually, and hopefully we do get that, but yeah, uh, with the thing I was going to mention that Lindsay kind of uh, talked about um, is I really, really enjoyed the Q&A portion, but on top of that, I thought the chats were awesome. <laughs> yes. I know that's dumb, but they, they were, like, because I was like, this is going to be stupid. It's going to be a bunch of movie nerds, but they're, like, people are being respectful, but they were still, like, funny to read because you could disagree with people and make fun of other opinions, but um, I, I was having fun in the chats. I was a little disappointed. The chats were hilarious. Yeah. Were so <laughs> the, chats, the chats were very funny. I was I was a little bit disappointed about the diplomacy from Sundance uh, from a couple of the questions that were heavily uh, upvoted. Question. <laughs> I forgot yeah, which they, movie, they, but they should have answered it. Mayday. They should have answered Todd's question about it. It being gay. I'm not gonna lie. I I think the Q and A for that movie kind of moved it down for me. <laughs> um, that happened to me with a few movies, actually. However, yeah, the Q and A for Strawberry Mansion made it even better. Oh, it's yeah, that so much better. The Q and A uh, for Eight for Silver was such a wild experience. Like, oh my god, the chat was just like spamming like hot werewolves, 
And then all of the questions were like, this was offensive to Romani people. What are your thoughts? And the moderator just looked so uncomfortable. Like, what do I do? Yeah, we had a lot of of Romanian people. Like, that is not the same. That's not the same group. When he said we should have empathy for the colonizers, I was like, oh, the chat is popping off. (laughs) He was like, he has a family. And he thought the land was his, like... Oh. No, that that like really said it. I like any any like uh, uh like that I had to the movie it disappeared. <laughs> there wasn't a lot, anyways. <laughs> I I I am a little ups. I know they're kind of well. I guess they're kind of spoilery, so it makes sense. I do hope once these movies release that Sundance uh makes those videos public because there's some good like uh listen to the. Gerard Carmichael interview, um, and that one's really great too. And I, I need to just, watch that one. It's, oh, wow. it's awesome. There's so many. I'm, I'm Todd. You have the awards pass. So there's a couple movies I already asked you to send me yeah. the, because, um, uh, yeah. because like Margot mentioned, uh, some of these we were like, all right, just got done with this movie, skipping the credits, let's go to the next one. Um, <laughs> oh man, because we yeah, there were some great. There were some great Q and A's so far, so I we can. There's a lot to talk about in the future episode, probably too, in relation to some of that. But like the Judas, uh, Judas and the Black Messiah had a great Q and A that y'all should watch tomorrow. So okay, good to know. Yeah. Probably ask I just, for the I just want to that, state. I'm not seeing it till. I just want to state in case someone from Sundance is listening to this, we all watch these legally. Don't kill us, please. Yes, we just we just <laughs> watched them together in quotes, but legally. <laughs> so don't kill yes. us, thanks. I had a really dumb moment where I had forgotten that Daniel Kaluuya Kaluuya was uh, British. So when he started talking, <laughs> <laughs> when he started talking in the Q and A, like I had this like almost like heart attack for a second. I I think. I know this is a bit off topic, but I think he is the best at faking an American accent of any British actor. His he does so many different roles. Anyway, yeah, random tangent, but he's he's good at faking an American <laughs> accent, in my opinion. There were there were actually a, a a lot of the oh, I think someone's honking at my apartment. Nice, um, but um, <laughs> there were a lot of those where like people were from like a di- like they had an accent. But in the movie, obviously, they had like someone that was from the United States, and then we get to the Q and A, and it's like, oh, this person's from Russia, and I'm like, whoa, right. what? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. But, um, I'm trying to think if there was uh, Margot. How was the how was your breakout session thing that you went to? It was actually really fun. I thought um, it was going to be a lot of film bros, but um, basically because I used the student discount, I think, and also I put my birth year in my profile. Sundance sent me, like, an invitation to, uh, like, a networking event for, like, 18 to 25-year-olds. So I went, and it was, like, really fun. There was just, like, a bunch of breakout rooms where we, like, discussed different questions that they told us, and they were, like, really basic. It was, like, what was your favorite movie you've seen? What is something that influences you, like, in your filmmaking style or whatever? And it was just really fun. Cool. They, I like did they gave that, that experience. Like, like if I had gone in person and was just talking to people that I saw there. Yeah. Did they do that like a chat or were you on mic? 
it was a it was like a Zoom call. So oh, we had, like, that's cool. That's really yeah. cool. Yeah, it was really cool. And they like uh, made a big spreadsheet for everyone to put their information in, so we can contact each other. I've gotten like oh nice six LinkedIn connections. <laughs> oh, dope! Very awesome. Nice. To add Margot on LinkedIn tonight. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I was just wondering because I had I had and Todd, I think you have access to this now because you maybe because you have the awards pass. Um, I got a a day pass um, for the thirty first where I I did most of the damage. Um, and you get the frontier pass with that when you have the day pass. Yeah. I went in there briefly and I was just bothering people and I was hoping I could like just spam them with like random stuff. Like, Hey, you've seen strawberry mansion yet. Hey, you've seen like, just keep spamming that or anything. But then it was like, Hey, we would like to connect to your microphone. And I was like, Oh no, thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, no. Maybe I'll go that, in there. We'll see. Yeah, you should check it out. Um, but that's pretty much it. If you're looking forward to reviews, we're going to have that pretty soon. Um, but we we're probably going to... What's up? I'll say our favorite movie so far. Uh, so far... Uh, well, we'll, we'll go in order real quick. Todd, what's your favorite movie so far? Hmm. My favorite movie so far is Judas the Black Messiah. Wait, wait, wait. That doesn't count because not like it does well i don't know <laughs> no that's fine that that's that's completely fine if that doesn't count my favorite movie is strawberry mansion nice uh, margo what is your favorite movie so far uh it's on the count of three but a lot of them are really close like it's a hard okay choose I, i'm i'm ho i don't know i forget what Lindsay's number one is right now but mine is uh prisoners of ghostland which was Type AF, as the teens are saying. Um, but, uh, <laughs> Lindsay, what was your favorite so far? My favorite so far is On the Count of Three. Oh, nice. No. Double double for Margo and Lindsay. Um, be on the lookout for a ton of reviews for all of these and more. Um, the one thing I will say is we're definitely, because like this is Sundance, and like a lot of people probably want to hear um, non-spoilery thoughts, um, we're going to try to be decently vague, but I would even say if you don't want to know anything, it would be kind of hard to talk about a lot of these without mentioning like the uh, first, like the pitch meeting of it, if that makes sense. So if you don't want that, maybe don't watch the next episode. If that make, would you guys say that's reasonable? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Like something like we could we could bounce around it with something like Mayday, but it's like okay, well then we're not talking about the movie at all then. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, we'll have we're gonna do an awards ish thing. Um, I'm still figuring out what exactly we're gonna do, but I for sure want to do like uh, best performance from that each of us would give and breakout directors, all that stuff, um, because there's tons of great people. And this was awesome. Yeah. This was an amazing lineup. Um, so we might just just a warning. Todd already predicted this. Uh, it might be a three hour three hour episode. We'll see. Um, <laughs> see you guys. Bye. Bye.